0: It's a big moment. Is it? Yeah, it's going. It's going viral. I, I can feel it already. I think so too. Man. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Crew Talk episode two. Uh, today, my guest is Leon. He's a singer, uh, songwriter, producer, and a certified
1: small boy. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, where you giving me as a singer from? I bro? didn't I, say singer. Uh, all right. I could sing a little bit. I could hold a note, but yeah, yeah, man. You I know, like you know how I do. Everyone with like music talent do a little bit of everything. Yeah, man. So just tell us a little bit about yourself and like your journey, and how you got here. All right. So like I said, my name is Leon. Um, songwriter, producer, man. I've I've been doing this since I was young, man. Yeah. Playing on the organ. My daddy had a big old-fashioned church organ mm-hmm. in the house. Playing on that. Um, you know, typical Saturday mornings. Mama cleaning up, playing music daddy playing the old time my daddy from the country so yeah bobby womack people like that like blues type shit so i kind of learned at a younger age like melodies and harmonies and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so you know just coming up listening to different type of music um at older sisters so i was always into the the um the hip-hop stuff right you know what i'm saying um But, um, coming out with my cousins, man, they always was rappers, always was helping them write their lyrics, Mm -hmm. um, you know, trying to make beats, trying to figure out how to record, so, most of my childhood, I was playing around with music, stuff like that, yeah, Yeah. high school, um, you know, being around dudes that can rap, I was the dude making a beat on a desk, Mm -hmm. or making a beat on a pole, or whatever it is, um, beat bopping, all that type of stuff, man, um. And as I got older, I kind of got away from it. You know, money was more important. I needed to get money. Right. I wasn't really worried about music at the time. Um, but my cousin got into it heavy, so that I kind of got back into it. I mm-hmm. started learning how to play the piano more and started learning how to write songs.
0: You feel like learning to play an instrument is like a, a important skill to produce music?
1: In yeah, terms like- definitely. It's an advantage. Yeah. Um, the more you know, and this in anything, the mm-hmm. more you know, the better. Right. Um, the more knowledge you have about anything, the better. And then you're able to have a leg up on the competition, so to mm-hmm. speak. Um, if you're a songwriter, producer, you can get in there and play a guitar, play the piano, play a bass, play the drums. Mm-hmm. You know, that artist probably is going to, you know, be drawn more to you. Right. Because you're more of the musical person. Exactly. You know, especially if you work hard and have talent with it, mm-hmm. you know, then you're good to go. So definitely, man, playing an instrument, you know, it helps out a lot.
0: Right. You think, uh, like, growing up and then you said that your dad was from the country, any yeah. specific, like, artists or, like, sounds, influenced, like, um, your creative song?
1: Stevie Wonder. Yeah? Yeah. Stevie Wonder, man. I always look at him as one of the best hook writers in the world. I know a lot of people don't give him credit for that, but, mm-hmm. I mean, the dude just, the way he come up with hooks and how they relate, to the song, yeah. and then relates to the world. Uh-huh. Not a lot of people can do that, and that's it's true. timeless music. You can put on a Stevie Wonder record right now, and, and it's
0: still gonna hit. It's still gonna hit. Yeah, like true. it came
1: out yesterday, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I always looked at Stevie like he was one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, Donny Hathaway, of course. I mean, amazing yeah. piano player, uh, amazing songwriter. So people like that, man. Um, nowadays, I look at people like Hitmaker. Mm-hmm. You know, I do like. Amazing yeah. at what he can do. I know you got a lot of people around him, but um, just how he able to put things together. Jermaine Dupri, Rico Love, The Dream, right. all these type of dudes, man. Timbaland. So, I mean, there's more. I don't leave anybody out, but yeah. those are people that come to mind.
0: So, most people, like when they think of like music, they like focus on, like, on just the artist, like the person they see performing. Mm-hmm. But it's usually like a, a huge team going into like right. making the full project. What's, like, the process from the producer standpoint of, like, making a project?
1: Well, it's about a feeling to me. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the times when I work, I like to have the artist in there with me. Right. Um, especially if I know that I'm going to be working with that artist. I like to have them in there with me. And it's about, it's about the energy and the chemistry that y'all create. Um, from a producer standpoint, you want to make that sound. Like, when you hear that instrument, you know, all right, there's something. Yeah. I can build around this. You know, once you hit that specific sound, you can take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And from the songwriter's perspective, as you hit that instrument, because for me, I like to hit a beat and then write the song. Mm-hmm. You know, I got some people that can write a song and then play the beat around that, those yeah. lyrics, uh-huh. that melody. For me, I like to hit a music and then write the song. Mm-hmm. And... Once you have that top line melody, that da 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 the repetitive one that everybody's gonna like.
0: Yeah, the catchy one.
1: Every that's a rap after that. Yeah. You know? And structure. Mm. -hmm. You gotta have structure. You know, a lot of people they just do a loop, they put gross beat on it on fruity loop, and then they let it roll. Yeah. And then they add some drums Mm -hmm. from a metro boom and sound kit or something. Yeah. And it's not really Producing, they got beat makers. That's a beat maker. That's the difference between like
0: art and making beats. Right. Yeah.
1: Anybody can make a beat, and that's no disrespect to anyone. Mm -hmm. But anybody can get Fruity Loop, Logic, whatever, and make a beat
0: and throw it together. Yeah. The easiest shit in the world. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But to actually create a song, create something meaningful, um, that's the hard part. Mm -hmm. That's the hard part. Being able to structure and understand what sounds good sonically. That's the. is that's it, the hard
0: part. Is yeah. it when you, you prefer, like, writing songs or, like, actually like, making the beats? Oh, writing songs. Really?
1: Yeah, writing songs. Um, see, I, I make beats, mm-hmm. but my forte is to write songs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel more comfortable when I'm writing. Right. I can. I can sit down through the loop and make a beat, mm-hmm. you know, a good beat. But for songwriting, I feel like that's where I'm my top at. That's where I'm my best.
0: Do you feel like it's easier... Like, people always say, like, making it big. You feel like it's easier to make it big in one or the other? Or it's, like, a struggle for both?
1: Uh, it's a struggle for both. Yeah. Um, with, with a producer, man, you got so many people making beats. hmm I mean, I can go on YouTube right now and hit Bryson Tiller-type beat. Yeah. And I, I got... Thousands. Thousands of beats I can choose from. Right. You know? And then... Mm-hmm. If I wanted to be shady, I can listen to that person beat and just recreate it myself, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess you can say being a producer is hard. It's harder than being a songwriter, mm-hmm. you know? But they both have their own struggles. Right. Because as a songwriter, you got so many people that can write songs. Exactly. And artists don't always trust everybody, you know, with what? their music and yeah. with their art. So you have to have that relationship, you know, with that artist. So, I mean, they both have their cons. hmm you know I wouldn't say one is more hard you know it's harder to get into than the other
0: so if there was somebody who's watching this and they're like uh, I'm, I'm interested in making music producing songwriting or being an artist like how would they like make that leap to like going from like making music at their home by themselves to like getting their music heard
1: um building relationships mm-hmm. networking yeah that's the key to it you don't have to be the most talented um you don't have to have the most money you just have to know the right people mm-hmm. that's it get out you know get out from your home studio and maybe spend a couple hundred dollars and just go to la yeah walk around la hey man you know you look familiar you make music mm-hmm. you might run into a producer a songwriter yeah man i make music man all right well look i'm in town for a couple of days you mind if i come in the studio and man i'm telling you Out there is a different game. Like people would actually invite you into the studio. Right. You know, because everybody out there just wanna create, everybody wanna make it. Yeah. Totally different from being down here. I can already imagine, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody
0: want to be secretive with their stuff.
1: So if you're a new artist or if you're an aspiring songwriter, producer, get out, build relationships, um, and just work hard, man. Mm -hmm. You know, every day I try to get in here and do something yeah whether I'm just creating a piano loop or some drums or writing a hook, writing a melody, I try to do something every day man kind of keep your mind focused mm-hmm. you know that way you kind of keep your edge,
0: yeah that yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. I feel like social media is also giving people like an advantage well like in the music scene just like you have Soundcloud, you have Instagram, yeah. and like different like sites where you can share your music, mm-hmm. but I don't really see too many. I always feel like producers are like really low key Compared to like people who actually like are performing in music right. Do you feel like Putting your music out there Too much on social media Is a benefit or like a, The uh, opposite it's
1: a, it's a hit or miss man It's yeah. a shot in the dark really bro mm-hmm. Because you never know who can hear your music Right. You know um, You might put your music out there And you might tag Junaid Dupree everyday Mm-hmm. and on one day he might just say man this dude been tagging me for the last year let me yeah. give his shit a listen Right. and he listened to it and he liked it and he might hit you up you know so it's a shot in the dark man oh you can do it forever put out music forever on the internet on SoundCloud whatever and it never hit nobody cares yeah you know so that's why I say the most the best thing to do is go out there and build relationships get that face to face right um, relationship with people man
0: how would you I guess, advise like someone new into the game, like about like protecting themselves, like in terms of like making sure like they're networking the right way and not like putting too much of their information out or like Mm -hmm. being too shady with like, um, yeah, learn,
1: learn the business. Um, there's, there's books, there's, um, there's websites, Mm -hmm. things like that where you can learn on people that do documentaries, you know, that tell you the ins and the out of the game until you actually in the industry, you won't know. Right, you know, so you have to get in the industry to understand what's really going on, mm-hmm. or if you know somebody that's been in the industry or that's in the industry, they ain't gonna be a hundred with you. Yeah, then right, that go your ace in the hole. But if you don't know anybody, man, you learn what you can, you be humble, you know, and you just you go from there because anybody can fuck over you. That's you true. Know, it, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I can get the biggest placement right now. Let's just say with Chris Brown and because because I don't have clout they, they gonna fuck over me Right. like you know what I'm saying
0: cause they, they could get away with it they can get away with it yeah. and
1: I wanna be a part of a Chris Brown album now of course I'm not gonna sell my soul to be a part of that but if I want a piece of the pie and I wanna establish myself as a songwriter hey you do this they give me whatever percentage if mm-hmm. that's fine with me Yeah. if I can be comfortable with that then I'm gonna roll with it mm-hmm. you know I'm not going to let them fuck all over me. Yeah, you got to If I get, get something cheap. that I'm comfortable with, exactly. yeah, I'm going roll with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you have to expect that. It's a business, man. Everybody got to eat. Right. Everybody got to eat off of that one record. Exactly. You it's a lot of I'm people saying? to feed with one project. Right. You can't expect to go in there thinking that you're going to get 100% yeah. of it. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're going to get less than 10% yeah. if you don't have any placement or any clout. Yeah. yeah. So that's about
0: just, like, racking up, like... I guess, like, credit, clout.
1: Yeah, that's what you have to do. Yeah. You have to get out there, like I said, build relationships. Oh, I know this person. I was in the studio with this person. I got a placement on this record. Mm-hmm. I did this. I did that. You know, I worked with this
0: one. Yeah, it's so like, most, like, like Hitmaker and Metro, like, when we first heard their tags, they had probably been on, like, however oh, yeah. many projects yeah. before that. Right, yeah. I feel like people just, like, once they hear, like, someone hot or they working with someone, like, like Drake, it's, like right. they it, think it, it's like it's their first track. Perception. Yeah, that's it's true.
1: Perception because somebody might go to the studio. Somebody might pay twenty thousand dollars to go to the studio with hitmaker. Yeah. For a day, you know, you got a day to be in the studio with hitmaker, and because he's hitmaker, they already expect his shit to be fired. Yeah. Right. They come to the studio with me. I might have some shit on my laptop that's like top ten shit.
0: Yeah. They're going to the,
1: perceive me like I'm a nobody. Like, dog, who are you? That shit trash. <laughs> you know, like, that it is what it is. Yeah. And I can send that same song to Hitmaker, and he played for them, and it's the best thing in the world.
0: That's crazy. So
1: it's all about perception, man. Yeah. People, you know, they, they dick ride. Yeah. If that's, you hot, people going to fuck with you. That's everybody true. Everybody looking to eat up. Everybody have their own agenda. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, that's like, just what it is.
0: When you hear certain tags... Before the song starts, you think you assume the song gonna be assume, hot, right? Yeah, like,
1: it draw you into it, right? You know, yeah, Metro Boomer wants some more. It's like, oh yeah, it's, it's but yeah, oh yeah.
0: You said twenty thousand for a day. Is that that's a realistic number?
1: Depends on who you are. If you got a big enough budget, yeah. Like, it's, let's say he, let's say he don't fuck with you, mm-hmm. and he like Well Tell your label. Cut the check. This is my front end price, right? Because you know for a fact the label looking at it like I got a record from hitmaker. Yeah, this is probably going to be a single. I can invest twenty thousand dollars because they're going to make it back in royalties. They're yeah. going to make it back, you know. So that's that's light, especially yeah. if you have the budget for twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, you know. Now nah, a local I, artist not going to, to hitmaker. You know, with twenty thousand dollars, he that's, they probably don't have it anyway. Yeah. You know and he's not about to entertain
0: that at all right that's crazy yeah. i also feel like if you're a if you're an established producer mm-hmm. you can like garner more attention and like network your own prices yeah at a certain yeah, better than like an artist on a label
1: right but it's um most producers they get deals mm-hmm you know, because producers get screwed all the time, man. Yeah. You know, so they get some type of um, publishing deal mm-hmm. or whatever. To With buy. a label? They get, yeah, they get an advance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They might get $2 million advance, but they're working for everybody that's on that label.
0: Oh, Okay, I see you know what you're what saying? saying. Yeah. So they
1: got their beats. You know, in return, they have their beats to everybody that's on that label. Let's say somebody, a producer who signed to Atlantic. Mm hmm. As they're making beats, they have access to all of Atlantic artists. So they have access to Meek Mill, Cardi B. Yeah. You know, they might not get shit on the back end as much Mm -hmm. because you got to pay off your advance. But they have access to that and they're able to build up their clout. If they get a big enough record with Cardi B, go number one like a Bodak Yellow, Yeah. and that change your life forever. Yeah,
0: that's true. It's crazy because it's like people, you could work so hard on so many different projects and like they might not hit, but if they do hit, it could be like the lottery for you. It could be, man. That's crazy. It,
1: it could be, man. And a lot of times, you know, like I've worked with, you know, I'm not going to name drop, but I've worked with, you know, people, been in the studio with people. And I mean, when I tell you that, we got like, to me, mm-hmm. like smashes. Yeah. But it's just sitting on the computer because I'm a nobody. Damn. You know what I'm saying? It,
0: that's like... It's discouraging But it's it's life It's life, and it's, it's life. And Yeah I,
1: Once you understand The business of it Because at the end of the day The music is a business mm-hmm. I'm a nobody You know what I'm saying Yeah if, Let's just say I give Let's just say Chris Brown recorded One of my records Right mm-hmm. And I mean it's nice He vibed into it He liked it Boom That go on the hard drive Somebody like Rico Love Or Timberland Or whoever Come mm-hmm. along and say Chris I want to do your I want to do your album then my song is left on his hard drive.
0: Damn. You know what I'm saying? You
1: it's better to have a song from Rico Love than Leon Beverly. Yeah. You know? I mean,
0: That's me me personally what it is. What but what would in an artist's mind like keep them from like releasing as much music as possible if it's that quality?
1: Well you have to have um you have to have longevity. Yeah. So you can't put all of your good records on one song Mm -hmm. and then a lot of times these records are made you know from feeling man it's a vibe yeah you know like from what i hear chris brown records like a hundred records you know so a lot of
0: people not getting their stuff out though right
1: yeah it makes sense you know and if and if he's on a road recording or if he's at home and somebody sent him beats and he record Mm -hmm. and that song is better than the song he recorded six months ago then that song that he recorded 6 months ago just go further and further down the list. Yeah. And that's what it is and then it gets forgotten about. Yeah. So much music, bro, right, like it's that's a lot there. coming
0: out at one time.
1: Right, yeah, like Temptations, like you can go back. Mm-hmm. Temptations freaking the Spinners, whoever, bro. Right? I probably so much music that's been unheard, unreleased. Right. Michael Jackson is just sitting there. Yeah. I mean, it's just how, it's just how it worked, man, because music worked off a of vibe, off the of energy.
0: Yeah, what the what the people want at the time. Right. Or what's going to generate the biggest dollar. Yep. Who would you say, personally, are, like, the top, uh, let's just say three, top three producers that we've seen in our lifespan? Oh, man. Or not, not necessarily had, like, smash hits, but, like, they could have been a producer or they became a music exec, but just had, like, an impact. On the culture, and they weren't an artist.
1: Gotta go with Teddy Riley. Okay, you saying they, they was not an artist,
0: right? Like they weren't like on the mic. They could have been a producer, or a songwriter.
1: He wasn't on the mic. Because mm-hmm.
0: I feel like you a lot it. of a lot of people don't know who the songwriters are, or right. like don't know who like the execs are, like who like. Cause there's a lot of people Like if you're in the industry You're like This dude is like A huge factor Like he influences A lot of stuff Right But then like If you're not in that industry You'll never know Who wrote the song Or like who produced yeah. it
1: I mean you got people like um, Like L.A. Reid Yeah You know like Fire
0: bro. I, I, I guarantee you 90% of the people Who might watch this Probably don't know who that is Yeah well L.A.
1: Reid He's he was a songwriter, producer with Babyface. And everybody know Babyface. Yeah. You know, so they had the whole Tony Braxton thing. That era. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Brought that sound into the industry. Yeah. And um, now he's an exec. But, like, he's one of the biggest, you know, producers ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Quincy Jones. Yeah. Obviously, Quincy Jones. I mean, there's so many there's so many other people, man, that's just in the industry that's just doing it big, bro. Yeah. That you just don't know about. You know what
0: I'm saying? hmm So What would you say like what's like a short term goal, like a five year goal of yours for your career?
1: Um, a five year goal for me would be to definitely have a song top twenty on mm-hmm. billboard. Yeah. Um right now I have a um, I have a nine to five job. Uh, I'm a tugboat captain, so I drive boats and it's not a it's not a bad career, I mean, it's a six figure salary. Yeah. You know, but Um, definitely a five year goal would be like to transition from that industry full time to the music industry and make what I make now or more from music, from music, yeah, definitely, man. And just get more placements, um, you know, get more stuff on the radio. You know, I really want to work with local artists, okay? I really want to work with local artists. The thing is. Man, these dudes are hard headed down here. Bro. <laughs> I already know. They hard headed down here, man. And yeah. They don't understand the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. The bigger picture is everybody come together. You know.
0: It's a simple. It's a simple uh, solution, but right. it's and just it's hard to manifest.
1: Because everybody won't be on top down here. I mean, you know how it is in New Orleans. Man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's the whole crab in the bucket oh, mind frame, and it's sad to say. Like I've worked with local dudes, and you know I try to explain to them like this is the route that we need to go. Mm-hmm. Try to take you to the next level or a different level and not be looked at. But like, man, this dude still won't rap like it's 2001. <laughs> like, nobody cares about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel like... That uh, shit is over with. Right. You know, and don't, you know, stay true to who you are, but just switch the sound up like you gotta adapt.
0: Yeah, you gotta be open to what's, what's selling right now. Right.
1: Like, imagine imagine you walking into somebody's house and they got a floor model TV. <laughs>
0: Like, They'd be like, what are you doing? What? Most yeah.
1: people that listen to this are probably like, what the fuck is a floor model TV? you yeah. are so used to seeing flat screens. Or, or stuck on the wall. Yeah, shit is like, floor model TV? Right. What, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how a lot of these guys are down here. If right. they're not like that, if they're not stuck, then they're just trying to imitate some another city style. Yeah. Like they're Chicago, Atlanta. New York whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um, but it's not a lot of money in New Orleans Yeah. so it's not a lot of opportunity somebody can't just walk into um, the mall and see an executive Yeah. see a producer it's see a little- somebody that they can you know rub elbows with yeah. and make something happen it's not gonna happen down here
0: yeah it's sad it's sad that it's that way
1: right and then when a lot of times when artists do come to New Orleans they come here they perform they go somewhere to eat and they and out they dip out <laughs> Yeah you're yeah. right They come get their money Get something to eat Get a dacker Or something stupid like that Just to yeah. say Oh I got a dacker. Exactly And then they roll out
0: Unless they come in for like a Like Essence Fest Or something like that When they hit for a couple of days But Right it's it's, it's it's for specific things and they out Right
1: yeah bro Nobody stayed I mean first off They probably spook To stay down here Because of the reputation New Orleans have. Yeah but, And it, it's there's no real studio. I mean, they have studios around here. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to knock anybody with a studio, but there's no big studio. It's like when where you, you think can of, be super comfortable with. It's no. It's right? not like a
0: music hub down here. Right. Like you go to Atlanta. I don't know the specific location, but if you there, there's a bunch of studios. Exactly. You yeah. LA. There's right. gonna be people. There's, there's,
1: there's a bunch of studios. Um, I mean, it's a talent hub down here. That's the funny thing. We have the talent,
0: but no one's like. Raining it in or like right. channeling it uh, right. to what I mean, people there's,
1: there's, a, there's a couple guys down here, um, to me that stand out. I like, um, I don't know if you know Jay Jones,
0: I heard of that. Yeah,
1: he, he signed a, he signed a, um, Young Money, okay. Um, Jay Jones, he, he nice man, that dude real nice. He got potential, I don't know his situation, but he, I mean, a dude, nice, yeah. Um, got a dude, think he's from El man, I see him a lot on social media. Um, Kenneth Brother.
0: Uh, When I was in high school, he was he we went to car. We played football against each other. Yeah, I
1: didn't
0: know he was gonna be a rapper, but I seen some stuff lately from him. Yeah, I I
1: still have to listen to his um. Think he just dropped something, man. I've been hearing like everybody, like man, you never worked with that dude before, and I'm just like nah, you know. Mm -hmm. And I hear he like real real nice. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna check him out, man. I might have to just like reach out to him and try to make something happen or whatever. And um, Nino Calvin you know, yeah. Calvin, he would be the one that would blow from New Orleans. You think so? Just because his style. Yeah, I feel like and the people he and he knows that he that he attached to. Yeah, you know, and it, the, what he's doing right now is kind of like the lane that that would take you out of New Orleans this, and into the bubble here. Yeah,
0: I feel that. Yeah. I also just feel like it might just be me personally. I feel like he's been at the same level for so long, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like his music just isn't. I don't want to say he he's capped, but I just feel like his music hasn't reached a broader spectrum for him to elevate. Right. Out. I feel like he's it, in the lane, but it's just not it's just not connecting. Right,
1: and that's another thing he need a hit record. Exactly. No, but I I haven't heard anybody in New Orleans, no local rapper, singer with a hit record
0: in a long time. I never even
1: heard it. Like even when people let me listen to their music, I didn't hear nothing that I can say this is a hit record. Let's go bring this to a label yeah. Let's sit down in front of somebody And be comfortable playing this You know what I'm saying?
0: You it's, think that it's it's because the sound Is so unique Or it's more just like People just don't have that it factor yet
1: um, People don't have that it factor man And people don't want to Music is a collaborative thing You mm. know you hear that a lot And people don't want to work with anybody Yeah. If I was to sit down with one of these guys And say hey look let's do this this is going to be my input We come up with a hook I help him structure out his song or whatever And let's do it Find the right beat Let's make it happen Oh no, man nobody about to write my songs for me dog I heard that a you ton know? of times I'm going to keep it 100 dog And yeah. I, res- I respect that As an artist you don't want You don't want anybody like interfering with your feeling And mm-hmm. your vibe and your art Yeah. But at the end of the day you need help Everybody had help I know everybody went crazy about the whole Drake thing. Yeah. dog. No. Everybody in the industry has somebody that right with them or for them.
0: I mean, isn't like riding camps like a thing where like people come together and just like push out yeah. music together? People bruh. just, they're just oblivious to certain things.
1: Right, they get together. I know one of my partners I just was talking to, bro. He just went to a camp. Yeah. I'm not going to say who it was for, but with some big name people and they all just sit there and they compete and they write and they write all day. And that artist walk into studio A. Oh, let me hear what y'all got. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, I'm about to lay that down. Yeah. Each stud each room has a booth in it to where that artist can go and record whatever they just got finished laying done. That's how music is made, right? You yeah. have too many people that's talented. You have to have the best records. Beyonce, Rihanna, yeah. Taylor Swift.
0: I feel like you couldn't name somebody who's, like, started by themselves and they still at the top by themselves. No, like, it's right. just not a thing. The
1: only, well, still at the top now? No. The only person I can think of on the top of my head that I feel may have just blew up on his own is 50. Okay. That's that's in Jay-Z. But I know, I know Jay had help as far as, like, hooks and stuff like that. A mm. lot of Jay big records have somebody else on the hook or whatever. Yeah. You know, and um but yeah like fifty was just so everybody was just ready for that shit at the moment. Yeah, you I know feel what like I mean? so. Yep. But um but yeah man, it's music is a collaborative thing, man. I wish that I wish that more artists down here would come together. I would love for that to happen. I mean it you would know? be
0: good for the city in terms of like having a different image.
1: Right. You know how much money this city would make?
0: I mean we already have what Three like national music fest yeah and no one from here ever headlines though right. i mean
1: it's, it's crazy bro it's crazy and i will you know our radio station don't so i mean they have 504 radio mm-hmm. but nobody really listened to the radio but man you go to these other cities man they they pushing out they're pushing out their local artists man yeah they're playing that shit like top at prime times 5 p.m. I feel 4 like PM, he. 6 p.m. 8 p.m. When
0: you hear like you hear other people, but when yeah. you're in other places, you hear their people, right? Yeah, and it's just it, it's it's weird. Like listening to the radio in other places because you, be like, I never heard this before. But it's bumping, right. and then you go home and it's just like, man, I don't even want to listen to the radio because it's the same stuff. Because it's it's just the mainstream stuff.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's a man. I tell you what, if I once I make it, man, and like once people can say... Oh, that's that boy Liam. That's that boy L. Yeah. And they, and I got clout behind more clout behind my name. Mm-hmm. Then people they'll be more willing to let me help them. Yeah. Cuz now it's kind of like, who are you? And I can tell them who I worked with, but it's kind of like, okay.
0: You got to have but, your name speak for yourself. Right. You Makes sense.
1: And um so it- once that happens, you know, I'm I'm definitely going to come back and man, a lot of these guys, they got a lot of talent down here. Mm-hmm. And you can work with that. Right. You know these dudes just need to understand the business, understand how this work, understand how to create a hit record. Yeah. And that's what's lacking. Like. Got the talent, just need a hit record. Is
0: there like a specific type of artist that you like to work with? Whether it be like R and B, hip hop, singer pop.
1: Um. About three years ago, I really got into R and B. Yeah. I really got into melodies and things like that. Um, somebody that's like a party next door. Ooh. I would love to work with somebody like that. Right? Yeah, and that or uh, that type of artist in that lane—somebody mm-hmm. that can sing, they kind of do that melodic, happy yeah. type stuff, and they probably can rap. Right. I would love to work with somebody like that, or somebody who's just super talented at singing. Right. Um, as far as rappers, not really because everybody can rap. Mm-hmm. It don't take much to put words together in a sense of making it in this industry right now. Yeah. I mean you see the people that's out man that's like, you know, doing it. Mm -hmm. They're not real rappers. (laughs) But then again at the top, you got Drake Cole and Kendrick and they're like rapper rappers. Yeah. You know?
0: That's true. Is there so like you said party next there's like an artist that like you'd like to work with, is there any specific like hot artists right now that you'd be like, I like that sound, like I wish I was a part of that team. Cause part you don't He don't really make too much music Right
1: Right Um Shit man Yeah There's a Yeah Yeah there's a couple of them um, I like Lucky I like Lucky Day Yeah Lucky Day is fucking He amazing That dude tight
0: bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like I really can't put my finger on What's different I About mm-hmm. it Maybe it's like The use of like live Or uh, like Instruments but something about his sound is, like, you could tell it's, like, it's R&B, but, like, it's definitely different from, like, LMA, right. Summer Walker, and the people who are right now. Right. I think that's, I think he'll probably go pretty far.
1: Yeah. Him, definitely. Um, who else, man? It's not, I mean, Chris Brown. I know mm-hmm. he's not, like, hot or new, but, I mean, he's just, like, such a yeah huge person it's yeah. undeniable He do super talented bro. yeah i definitely like to work with him um i got my dude ken X. get mm-hmm. from him ken x boulevard like, yeah amazing bro super super talented yeah um, he can sing yeah he can write um that's who that's who we gonna put to the top that's mm-hmm. who i'm working with mm-hmm. that's who um you know we kind of putting our energy behind and um that's who we're gonna put to the top, man. You I feel like. Uh, yeah, you got it. Yeah. I feel like. And I'm kind of focused on what, you know, what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I would love to work with other artists. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, right now, as far as who I'm giving all my energy to,
0: yeah. I feel like. Uh, I feel like just like you said, like the feeling. It's more organic to work with someone from the bottom, right. rather than like hopping on a team that's already established. Right. Yeah. And it's not. It's not as like. It's not as much of your story as it is like you were just part of someone else's story. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Bryson, I love to work with Bryson Tiller too. Yeah. Yeah, I do. But I hear he write like his own shit. He don't really, really? let nobody, Yeah. He don't really let nobody like get into that lane with him or whatever. But it would be nice to write a hook or something. Yeah.
0: You know? I feel like there's just so many like when it comes to like the artists, there's just so many like eccentric personalities and like how they want their stuff or like how they want the process to go, yeah. so that's like a whole another like, I guess like plot that you have to like navigate through. Yeah,
1: for the most part, man. A lot of people don't let you into their circle like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to already be riding with that person, or you have to have a big enough name to where they're reaching out to you, mm-hmm. or to where you're able to reach out to them and say, "Hey, let's work." Yeah. And then they'll be interested. So.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's,
1: uh, that's how that works.
0: If If it wasn't if it wasn't music, would you see yourself? what would you be doing as, like, a creative, like, hobby or passion?
1: Um, probably helping the younger people, man, like, especially, like, young black males. Yeah. You know, just going out and inspiring them. I mean, it's something that I do already. Mm-hmm. But if I can do it and, you know, be able to support my family, mm-hmm. um, that would be something I can do. And just find ways to get them to be more motivated in life. Right. And to understand who they're real, who they really are, you mm-hmm. know, as as humans, um, to be able to express themselves um, more intellectually um, and navigate this life that we live in, man. I wish I can like talk and speak to everyone, you know, who I consider that might not have that that guidance. I feel like you know that that would be something that I wish that. Like, if I wasn't doing music, mm-hmm. that I can do But I think by doing music, being able to have a certain platform, I will be able to reach out yeah. to those people. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, man, nobody don't want to hear, you know, like, you got a young dude, 19 years old. It's like, dog, why are you talking to me? That I don't want to hear what you're talking <laughs> about right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, all right, dog, I feel that. Mm-hmm. But if I was more of a, a somebody, so to speak, He'll probably like pay attention to me a little more.
0: Yeah, so you you got to be somebody to have some sort of impact yeah. on people who listen.
1: But I have I have a way with words, man, and I can um I can pretty much talk to anybody. Yeah. But to get the masses, yeah, yeah, you got to have some type of some type of um uh, some type of clout, man. I feel like to that's really get
0: to that's basically the whole point of like why I started vibes crew and like I'm doing the podcast. It's, like using this as a platform to like get positive people on here to talk mm-hmm. about what they do, just right. to inspire people because like vibes for the whole point is like views inspired by excellence and success mm-hmm. because I, I wanted to do the same thing like inspire people to do different things not just like the stereotypical like what you see right. or like what, what's around you and I just feel like like getting people's voices like you out there and like mm-hmm. trying to give everyone else a platform to like spread their message is like a huge thing right
1: yeah definitely man you know it's um it's a big deal it's a big deal to be able to do what you want to do in life yeah you know a lot of people get stuck and they fall into the trap of life, like going to school, going to college, yeah. getting a job and die.
0: It's just like it's a it's a it's a, a recycle right, yeah. that everyone does. Of
1: going to school, getting a dead end job, working forever yeah. for somebody else, and then die. Yeah. And then like your fun is on a Friday night or a Saturday night. And it's like, the
0: same repetitive thing
1: Oh no, yeah No you go to that club Every weekend bro, Are you serious And yeah, you see the same you people You see the same people And you trying to get fresh For the same people Every weekend <laughs> Yeah No you about to spend Your $400 check
0: On some shoes Or some jeans Right And people uh, It's going to be dark People not even going right. to see them no
1: nobody <laughs> even care. Nah Because if she No if you going to smash her If she wants you Right She probably really don't care What you got on At the end of the day Yeah You know what I'm saying
0: It's just so much more out there That people like I mean like there's probably like similar situations in different pockets but like right. you got to get out that pocket and see other pockets right. and then yeah. come back to yours
1: yeah man it's um it's crazy man and that's why i try to do as much as i can and you know this like i say, the career that i have my nine to five you know it opened up more doors for me mm-hmm. you know um i already had my own landscaping business before you know i started making this type of money and just building on that man like when you think about it, a lot of us, especially as um, you know, as black people, we start from zero. Our parents do what they can to help us. Yeah. Get us through high school, then we're on our own. Then we get a job or we go to college. Right. We don't have anything. Exactly. Right? You know what I'm saying? So me and my wife, what we you know, what we set out to do, you know, is to leave something for our kids. Yeah. Like I have a landscaping business. She have a tutoring co- company, Wisdom Tutoring. My landscaping business, Beverly Lawn Care. If you need any lawn care services, just hit my DM. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? At, um, We're gonna link all to that. we eight. We're gonna yeah, link all that. Yeah. yep <laughs> All that type of stuff. I really don't know my wife IG by heart, but it's Wisdom Tutoring. Um, yeah, man. We can put the links up, all that good shit. Yep. Um, but yeah, man. That's what we. That's what we set out to do, man. And um you know, just to leave something for our kids. And if something was ever happened at my nine to five to where they say, you know what? We don't need you no more. Well, guess what? I have my own shit. You don't need them. I have my own shit, yeah. yeah. So I'm always working on an exit plan. You know, I can use them the same way they use me. I can use them to get the money and build my shit on this side. Yeah. Until I don't need them anymore.
0: Can't be dependent on someone else right. to give you a, exactly. your next check. Yeah.
1: Once my shit high, my foundation already laid. I'm just building on top of my foundation. Right. You know what I'm saying, and then I'm, we move on, mm-hmm. and then that's how we get out of the cycle. That's how our kids are gonna grow up with their own businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. don't have to rely on people. If my son and my daughter wanna go to school to be a fucking landscaper or whatever and do whatever, design yeah. or whatever, then they can do that. If they wanna follow in their mom's footsteps and be an educator, they can do that and take over the um the tutoring business. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's what we have to be, especially as, a, as black adults and black parents, put our kids in position to be better, man. Yeah. Because at the rate we're going, shit going like downhill, bro. We don't even know who we are. Like, I tell people that, you know, Africans or black people, melanated people, brown people, however you want to classify us, that we discover mathematics and science and astrology and astronomy, man. People look at me like I'm crazy. No, we didn't, man. It's Pythagorean. Like, like. you're ignorant. You know, but it's not your fault. Right. Because you brainwashed from the age of four to learn these type of things. You're conditioned to learn these type of things. And, I mean, it's not your fault, man, especially if your parents don't know. Yeah. You're just going to follow in that same path of not knowing. That makes sense. You know, but you need more people. Like you said, I'm glad that you're doing this thing with the podcast and get opportunity to um, hear from people like myself, you know, that's able to spread knowledge. And I have knowledge because I'm interested in it. I want to know who I am, where i come from. Yeah. How could you ever go forward and be successful in your future if you don't know about your past? If all you know about your past, you know, as black people, is that you came over here from Africa and were slaves and white people killed and beat you and all that type of shit and you worked for the man and all that, Dawg, that shit is in your head, though. You gonna always feel like you're underneath, right? Like you're struggling to get to the top. Oh, dog, I grind it from the bottom. No, hell no, not for my kids. I want my kids to grind from the top. Start at the top and continue to go forward for your kids. I feel like uh,
0: you know what I'm saying. I definitely feel like. Uh, yeah. I like to uh talk about like learning and like spreading knowledge. I like to end the podcast with like three random facts. It's going to be some real left field stuff But One thing I learned Hurricanes That's a big thing here right. But hurricanes only spin in one direction uh-huh. Like every hurricane is only I want to say They Counter, spin counterclockwise, counter-clockwise yeah. Not that many people know that
1: No that shit fake Hurricanes are fake <laughs> Saying, hey, look. hey that,
0: that's for another podcast. Huh?
1: That's for another podcast. No, because you have to know. <laughs> think about this, right? All right think, I mean, this could be another podcast, and we're probably going to do another one soon. Yeah. Bruh, right, if they tell us that the, the Earth is supposed to be spinning, <laughs> right? Like super fast, like a 1,000 miles per hour, right? Okay. You mean to tell me that a fucking hurricane can move against that, and it's only going to go in a counterclockwise direction? How? Okay, you got how, could that, how could that possibly be?
0: I don't have the science, but like you said, that, you know what I'm saying? that's a deep conversation for...
1: Man, we got to do another <laughs> one, bro, because, like, I'm a big... Cons- well, I don't even want to call a conspiracy theorist and all that type of shit. I'm just somebody who thinks outside of what I've been conditioned to think. I feel that. makes you know sense. Saying? Like, all that shit... All that shit fake is something. All right. Everything. Everything fake, everything again. Here's, here's another one. What's
0: up? Uh, so, you remember how they were talking about the Amazon was on fire, right. that they were burning it and stuff like that. Right. And they were talking about, like, how that's, like, that would be detrimental to Earth. Well, the, the rainforest only produces 6% of the oxygen that the Earth is, like, accumulated with. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So... Think about
1: that, right? How the hell could a rainforest be on fire? (laughs) It's a rainforest,
0: right? So it was proven that it was on fire. And basically, like, the, I guess, like, the cattle farmers who are from, who live in Brazil, who, like, basically, like, export, like, the largest amount of, like, meat around the world, Uh they burn the rainforest to, like, make room for more fields. So like it wasn't it wasn't natural fires it was like man made fires
1: and what it just got out of hand because I'm pretty sure they just didn't start doing that this year
0: no it was just like it just it became significant and like people's like homes and stuff were like like in the way it's so like that's kind of why I made news Can you I believe
1: think. that I don't. I'm just giving you the. the if, they, if they put it out there, then they want. That's what they want us to think. You like, right? I'm
0: just. I'm just giving you facts name, right? that I looked up. <laughs> and the last one is: um, humans are the only animal organism, whatever you want to call them, yeah. that drinks another organism's milk. Yes, we
1: are. That's weird. huh? That's stupid.
0: Yeah, I stopped drinking. It's like why cow are we milk?
1: drinking cow milk? It's,
0: that's weird. This
1: is the dumbest shit in the world, <laughs> bro. But. This shit's so good.
0: Nah, it's not. It's I not mean, it good. tastes good. It tastes
1: good, but it's not good. Like, why the hell am I drinking
0: another animal's milk?
1: milk? That's just like, and I didn't know, um, like, when I had my kids. Yeah. You know, we gave our kids Similec, Infamil. Yeah. It's like, why? You know, why? Because someone
0: said it and a lot right. of people took it and ran with it. And
1: it's like, why, why am I giving my kids nutrients? from somebody else's breast you know what i'm saying that it don't make sense but i didn't know i had my kids when i you know my kids are 10 and 6 yeah you know so i had my kids a few years ago mm-hmm. and it's like i didn't know that man i wish i'd have knew i'd have been like babe you gotta you gotta breastfeed yeah like give our kids you yeah makes sense of giving them some powder shit that comes from who uh, no some a, a manufacturer lady. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever like, that's the... Yeah. Bro, they've been fucking
0: us up for a long <laughs> time, right? I just... This... What was it? Probably maybe, like, last November, yeah. I started drinking almond milk. Like, because right. I have to have milk with some of the things that I I Why? eat. Just because, like, I can't I can't drink a protein shake with water. Like, I don't like the way that tastes. Oh, I got you. So, but I don't eat, I don't eat cereal. It's usually most of the time just for, like, protein shakes and stuff like that. Or smoothies. But, yeah. yeah. I saw a video of, like how they produce the milk like of course you think they just squeeze the udder but like it's a whole process for like yeah of course getting, and it, I, it just grows for me out and i can't do it no more Duh,
1: the shit that they give us it's trash it's trash. fucked up bro right? <laughs> these people been killing us for years like it's more to it like everything it's is deeper killing us. Yeah, yeah it's deeper than religion is killing us <laughs> oh we could get into that but i know you probably won't get into that right yeah now. i mean what time it is yeah, I mean, you might have some. I know you gotta catch a flight tomorrow, but yeah. I can do this all day. But like, all that shit fake, dog. Religion, uh-huh. politics, sports.
0: <laughs> we got, we, we definitely gotta run another one.
1: And I know you play football, but dog, that shit fake,
0: dog. There, there, there's a hint of truth to all of that. Yeah, that I could agree with. Yeah, but I appreciate you doing this podcast. Oh, yeah, man, anytime. Bro. I appreciate it. Anytime, it Was fun. Man. Yeah. All right,
1: that's another episode.